0: I have just uh, spent the last three days, Thursday, Friday, and all day today at our neighboring parish, uh, St. John Newman in Egan, for a very powerful healing retreat. And uh, um, I want to say about that that I think uh, this is something that we are going to be hearing a lot more about in the months and years to come, uh, very powerful experience of God's healing With over 800 people attending here at our campus at St. John Newman, and then also uh, probably a couple thousand or more attending via live stream. So it was quite a powerful experience. I want to take a moment and just welcome any visitors who might be with us. Anyone visiting today, we hope that you will feel welcome here and come back and worship with us again. Is heaven for real? You ever had anybody ask you that question? And maybe you've wondered about that yourself. Maybe you have come through a conversion experience and have come to believe in the truth of the resurrection and everlasting life. But it's kind of a question that our readings tease out for us, I think, this weekend. The juxtaposition of those who believe in the resurrection and those who don't. And of course, in our gospel, we hear about the Sadducees, those who did not believe that there was a resurrection from the dead. And because of this, they're asking this very intricate and complicated question about a woman who marries and husband number one dies and number two dies, and they get down to husband number seven. And the question is, whose wife will she be? And the point is, it doesn't really matter anymore. Because once we're in heaven, all the things that we deal with on this earth kind of pass into the background. And that's what Jesus was trying to say. They didn't believe in the resurrection. And we hear those words that our God is not a God of the dead, but a God of the living. And then we hear this Very dark story in the first reading from the book of Maccabees. Probably one of the more gruesome stories, I think, in Scripture. A mother and her seven sons, their hearts are convicted of their faith. They will not eat pork. And so they're brought before the torturers. And one by one, they're tortured. And we we get some kind of graphic detail about what was happening. Tortured with whips and scourges and presumably had to stick their tongue out so their tongue could be cut off. Very gruesome stuff. But we see in that story their conviction of faith, their belief in the resurrection from the dead. They had no qualms about doing what they were told to do because they knew where they were going. They knew that there was something much more wonderful beyond this world, where someone would be tortured in that way for holding a religious belief. And we can believe that this is happening in different parts of the world, even as we are here tonight. People are being tortured for their faith. This mother and her seven sons are martyrs. They gave their lives for their faith. So we see this beautiful juxtaposition between those who didn't believe in the resurrection and those who would give their lives for their faith. This month has been quite a month so far, hasn't it? We celebrated the Feast of All Saints on the 1st, and then the Feast of All Souls on the 2nd of November. And those feasts are here to remind us that one day we will be called home. And so again, that question, is heaven for real? There was a book that I read several years ago, and it was then later made into a movie. I also saw the movie. And the book is called Heaven Is For Real. Maybe some of you read it or saw the movie. And it's a story of a young boy who has a near-death experience. And in that near-death experience, he goes to heaven. And like many people who have a near-death experience, he wasn't able to talk about it right away. But after a period of time, he told his story to his father. He said, Daddy, when I was in heaven, I saw your grandpa. And the dad is thinking, well, wait a minute, what? Uh, How could this be? So the, uh, the, the father goes into the garage and finds the old photo albums, and he pulls out a photo of his grandfather. And the little boy says, yeah, that's the guy I saw in heaven. Wow, okay. So they're not quite sure what to do with all this. Well, then a little while later, the boy says to his mother, I met my baby sister in heaven. And the mother says, what? Yeah, I met my baby sister in heaven. And he starts to talk about her and what she was like. Well, the mother had had a miscarriage, but they never told their son about that. So there's no way he would have known that he had a baby sister. Well, now they're starting to get kind of concerned and they're starting to believe, right? And this little boy's father was a minister in the town. And so they start telling these stories to the congregation. And people are getting really upset and they don't believe this stuff and they think this guy has really kind of gone off the deep end and so he begins to question his own faith now he's just not sure well after a little while longer the boy tells his daddy that he saw jesus when he was in heaven and the father says okay well you know what did he look like and the boy is kind of describing a little bit And so the father goes on the internet, and he's finding all these images of Jesus, and he's showing his son these different images of Jesus, and he keeps saying, nope, nope, Dad, that's not what he looked like. And this goes on for some time, until he pulls an image of Jesus, and he brings it to show his little boy. The image that he showed him of Jesus was of a picture that was painted by a little girl in Ukraine who also had a near-death experience. She was an artistic protege. And she came back from that near-death experience, and she painted this beautiful picture of Jesus. And the little boy said, that's who I saw. Heaven is for real. My wife and I were talking the other night. We have a very dear friend who died way too young. His name was Dr. Terry Coyne. And some of you may know him. He was a pediatrician in St. Paul. And he was a very, very devout Catholic man. And he took care of all of our kids as they were growing up. And he was just a very beloved person. Was one of my wife's heroes. And he had a very deep devotion to his faith. He went to mass every day, prayed the rosary, went to retreats, all of these things. And sadly, he got cancer twice. He got cancer of the tongue, which is a very rare form of cancer. Almost no one gets it, and almost no one survives it. So he survived that first bout of cancer, and then it came back again even after they assured him there was almost no chance it would return. It returned. Dr. Coyne never doubted that there was heaven. Ever. Ever. But he often talked about he wasn't so sure that he was going there, which was crazy. He, the man is probably a saint. But he always talked about he wasn't so sure he was going to heaven. So we went to the wake service at the funeral home. At that time, my granddaughter was about three years old, and she had been a patient of Dr. Coyne's, and she was standing by the casket. And she said to her grandma and to her mother, when I was standing by the casket, I saw Jesus standing there by Dr. Coyne. And he told me that Dr. Coyne was there with him in heaven. My brothers and sisters, heaven is for real. Who in your life needs to hear this story? Who in your life needs to have your testimony about what you have learned and come to believe? Because you and I are witnesses to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We walk in the promise of eternal life. And when we have days that are difficult and dark and troublesome, we know that there is something better on the other side for us one day. Last night, I finished at this retreat at about 9.30. It was dark, I was tired. And I turned on my car radio, and I heard these words. Surrounded by your glory, what will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus, or in awe of you be still? Will I stand in your presence, or to my knees will I fall? Will I sing hallelujah? Will I be able to speak at all? I can only imagine. This is a song written by a young man who was very broken. His mother left him at a very young age, and he lived with his alcoholic father, who was very cruel to him. And he reconciled with his dad before he died. And this is the beautiful song that he wrote about heaven. My brothers and sisters, let us not waste one opportunity to share the good news of Jesus Christ and the resurrection with those who most need to hear it. Amen.